when it became clear to the Valk military that the Emperor intended the blockade of Orea to be a long-term, if not permanent, affair, many adjustments had to be made to the arrangement. Orbital strikes against rebellious elements were deemed a necessity, but it was only natural that they would build up resentment in the populace. The Valk wasn't stupid, well, I suppose that's debatable, but at least not so stupid that they left this issue unaddressed. An outlet to, and an escape from, the incredible pressure of living on the planet permanently under siege were clearly needed. Tone-deaf recruitment campaigns for the Valk Navy were the first part, and though they continue to this day, they are largely ignored. And those who do pay attention tend to be Arrayan loyalists looking to infiltrate the Valk system. A more elegant form of relief came in the form of economic pressure relief. Tax code carefully crafted to make stress-relieving activities and goods inexpensive while making up the money elsewhere. But no amount of economic manipulation and planning can quench some people's wanderlust, and so there's always Traitor Obsidian. Founded during the war between Array and the Valk Imperium, Traitor Obsidian began as a network of merchants and suppliers whose profits went to benefit the Arrayan war effort. The surrender of Rhea brought an end to the military element, but Traitor Obsidian remained, albeit under close Valk supervision. Ironically, Rhea's defeat had become Obsidian's boon, as Arrayans desperate to leave the planet now had only the Traitor or the Valk military to choose from, and it wasn't a hard choice. Ultimately, Traitor Obsidian is more of a charity organization than anything. It makes very little profit contributing very little in taxes to the Valk, and mostly exists to give Orains an escape. Except, that's not actually true. The reality is you'll never find a group better at cooking the books than Traitor Obsidian. Their lack of profit is because they never actually stopped investing in Orain independence. Extra money is funneled into military research, intelligence, and manufacturing, disappearing from their ledgers under the auspices of corruption and fake taxes. And as their reach extends, in their shadow, the glass specter grows. Hello friends and folks, and welcome back to Scanline Tabletop and Session 2 of the Ground Game, which is ironically named because we're in space, of Starsung Distance, our space mecha campaign played in Beam Saber, the game by Austin Ramsey. I'm Six Detmar, your game manager. I'm Jennifer Uncle, uh, one of the players. I am Kyrie Page. I am also a player in this game. <laughs> I'm Cat. I play a player in this game. I'm also You a player. I, exactly. I'm a player and I play a player. Now, I would love to get right into it. But I'm afraid reality dictates that we get some stuff out of the way. Mhm. Um because the real world has happened in the meantime. Um and this we're playing as we say Beam Saber which is by Austin Ramsey, but it's based on Blades in the Dark, which is based on Dungeon World, which is based on Apocalypse World. So a nice little chain there. Um, and you can't talk about the, the Powered by the Apocalypse games without talking about... <sighs> um, 
so there has been a bit of a a bit of a scandal in the world of uh like actual play of like you know tabletop for an audience uh because of adam Coble. now who is this guy again is he like a youtuber sorry no, he's the guy who, he's one of the two people who made uh, Dungeon World. Uh, okay. Um, and he has been running uh, various tabletop games, you know, as actual play games. Um, and um, in a recent session of theirs, it's worth mentioning because he is such a, a, a major figure in the community. Um, he opened a session with a player, like a, a player being subject to an NPC committing sexual assault um, against the player's wishes and protestations. Um, it was wildly inappropriate. And even if it wasn't inappropriate as far as like the context of the game, as soon as the player says, you need to stop, you need to stop. Like, duh. Mm-hmm. Um and I think this is a good time, like, I kind of skate over this stuff because we talk about it privately, and, like, I don't run these games with people I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. If you're here, it's because you're my friend, and that's sort of the, the, the way this works. Um, and so I know that we're cool, and so I don't know that I need to, but, like, you know, but we have an audience, and so it's worth talking this out. Um, first of all, we're doing the standard stuff, right? Uh, we are using the X card. Um, so if at any time, and this is just, this is also a refresher for players because it hasn't come up, fortunately, but if at any time someone is delving into material you find uncomfortable, you can just send the letter X and chat and we will immediately stop and change course. No questions asked. If you want to clarify so that we can avoid doing it again, that's fine. But if you want to just press the X and then we'll just stop, we will just stop. I want to talk to y'all if there's any any time you feel like we're bumping up against personal limits, feel free to stop. Or if you think it's okay for now, but you're worried, you can talk to me, you know, between sessions. Happy to do that. Um, basically, to me, my guiding key has always been that the most important thing is the comfort of the players at the table. Um, and I don't care if I'm doing an actual play or not. That's more important than whether the game is entertaining. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I fully, for sure. fully agree. Um, and also on that note, um, I would like to quickly read out, um, the, so all of these, uh, Apocalypse World and such games have a list of sort of player, uh, like goals, player principles, and we never read those out. And I think they'll be good for helping us sort of get into the game. Um, so I'd like to read those out here and I should probably make a habit of reading them out every once in a while. So first off. Player principles, protect your comrades. Um, in this game, you are playing, you know, like military combatants. And so try and help out your fellow players, even if you hate them. Like you can screw them over, but like in the heat of the moment, try and have each other's backs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But even more so, as players, don't try to screw each other over ever. <laughs> Just right. have each other's right. backs. Yeah. Um, and if you if you think, if you get the sense that someone's uncomfortable, if something is going bad... Just please try and try and make it right. Whoever, you know, none of us are going to be upset if you're like, hey, I think you're making so-and-so uncomfortable. That's a conversation that needs to happen if it's if it's relevant. Mm-hmm. Embrace the pilot's life. So 
your characters are characters who have chosen to be mecha pilots in a war. Um, in your case, specifically mecha pilots in a war where they are not only the underdogs, most people don't know their dogs. Um, so try and be invested in what happens to them and also try and understand why they're in the position they're in. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Go into danger, fall in love with trouble. Um, this is an anime. You wouldn't have an episode of Gundam where someone's like, well, we could do this, but it seems dangerous, so let's just wait. Have bad ideas. It's great. Bad (laughs) ideas are really fun, and I really like how the system encourages you to be reckless. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I'll talk about some more stuff later. I I do want to point out, like, so this first session we had... um, Went really bad for y'all, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there are a couple of reasons for that, which we're going to go over. One of them is that the deck was, deck was a little bit stacked against you. Not as much as I intended. There was a lot of just bad dice rolls. It was bad dice rolls. Um, it was some very bad dice rolls. I didn't intend for things to go that badly. But also, the scenario was meant to be kind of hard for you. And it, I don't intend, at least immediately, for things to be as mean. Um I kind of wanted it to be a tone setting of, like, the kind of atmosphere you're in, but things will be a little bit nicer. Um, but moving on, use actions honorably. So this is this is the make moves, not actions kind of thing, right? Where you're like, I want to do this. Like, what makes sense to me? Do I want to, you know, if you have the moment where you're like, I want to I slash this guy, right? And then you're like, oh, wait, I don't have any points in battle. Don't then go, like, actually, what I meant to say is I want to drop a crate on his head because i've got skip points in wreck like no i mean like if if you think that's a better idea that's fine it's okay to change your mind but don't change your mind because of points that's not fun fair enough okay uh uh, take responsibility so basically just you know try and bring to the table what you want the game to have right if you want a specific tone represented try and be part of that tone Uh, Here is one that we didn't do, and I understand, um, but use your stress and quirks. This game is designed such that it's very easy for you to roll badly. Therefore, you need to use, and you know, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to like push you to like play the way I want you to play. This is more advice, but um, your stress and your quirks are ways you can make the dice work in your favor. And if you don't do that, then you get a lot of situations where it's just very hard for you to win. Okay. Uh, you, you are in fights. They will be stressful. And so mechanically, it makes sense for you to use stress. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, advocate for the scenes you want. That makes sense. If you think something's cool, you know, talk us out. Try and figure out how it should happen. We are, we're here for it. Um, don't talk yourself out of fun. Self-explanatory. Uh, build your character through play. Again, self-explanatory. Uh, act now, plan later. Uh, hustle to get ahead. In other words, you're, you like, don't feel bad to be about being ambitious and, um, you don't need to always be on the level. You're in a war. You know, I don't, I don't want this to be a podcast about us committing the most heinous war crimes ever. That doesn't sound great to me, but like... <laughs> You know, if you're like, hey, let me just, like, you know, steal some parts from this, like, this, like, abandoned car. So fucking go for it, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, I get the vibe. 
And then finally, break the rules with long-term projects. Long-term projects are a thing that might come up today because we're going to have our first downtime option. And long-term projects are your opportunity to just like completely make dramatic moves about how the game is going to go. Don't be afraid in long-term projects to be ambitious. Okay. Um, that, all that said, let's talk about how the last mission went and resolving our, our mission and go, heading into downtime, shall we? All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So your last mission was to arrive at Shatterproof Station within the atmosphere of Rosanct. Which uh, we did. Rosanct Cemetery. Uh, and do it without being followed. You achieved this goal. Your uh, rules of engagement were do not be identified as Iran, do not use real names on comms, and do not damage Shatterproof Station. As you failed the last one by crashing into Shatterproof Station rather spectacularly, um, that has some consequences on the result of the mission. So, first off, we're talking about like status and trust, right? There are sort of two tiers of, of status and trust. There are squads and then there are factions. Squads are usually within factions, right? That mm-hmm. makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, as far as uh, squads... Um, the Meridian Mechanical Expedition was the squad you went up against, and you caused damage to them, which lost you one status, taking you from a zero to a minus one with them. So now you have a minus one th- with the Meridian Mechanical Expedition, and their their reputation, they consider you to be careless. Um, I'm not, not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um... Then, uh, as far as other squads, that's it, because that was the only squad you directly interacted with. Um, you did crash into Shatterproof Station, which is Traitor Obsidian. Um, they didn't really know what was going on, though, so based on how things go in a bit here, we're going to find out how they feel. Wait, I have a question. Yes. Did it shatter? Um, I think elements of it did. Wow. What a fucking... I don't know if the station as a whole did. What a lie. But, I mean, you know... What a lie. There's some glass on board. I know. I know. Listen, Glass Spectre is some, uh, writing checks they can't cash mm. here. Um, speaking of the Glass Spectre, on a faction sense, uh, you lost one trust with the Glass Spectre. Um, you gained one for completing the mission, but you lost two for breaking the rules of engagement. Well... So, overall, that's a minus one. Um, that brings you down to four trust... Um, with factions, you have like a, it's not like you don't instantly go up or down. You have to accrue a certain number of points. Um, so you're at four trust. If you hit nine trust, you'll go up to a plus one. If you hit zero trust, you'll go down to a minus one is your current situation there. Okay. Uh, you also lost two trust from the Meridian Republic of Republics for, uh, attacking them in a controlled area and damaging one of their squads. That brings you down to one trust with them. So if you lose any trust with them, you will go down to a minus one with the Meridian. Um, and does minus one mean that we become their enemies? Or? Uh, it means they consider you a nuisance, basically. And if they if you bump into them, they will. if it's not too much of a big deal, they will get in your way. They will not go out of their way to hurt you. But if it's like, if... Let's, let's, like, if you were both in line and you were standing in front of them, they would probably punch you in the back of the head. Damn. Wow. Um, at minus two, you're like you're like enemies, and at minus three, they have a vendetta, and they will go out of their way to hurt you. Oh, great! 
That's fun. Well, maybe we should uh, not piss anyone else off. Well, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, I will note, you uh, with the Anti-Entropists, you still have your base 3 trust with a zero. That's and the Valkyrium, interestingly, you also have your base 3 trust because you didn't really interact with them last time. Um, also on a squad level, this is pre-existing, but you have a plus one from the Anti-Entropist squad that disconnected. Uh, they consider you useful. And then uh, with the Azure Sky Wardian, Wardens, uh, that's the uh, fleet of Valk ships that are running the blockade of Aurea. Um, they consider you tiresome with a minus one. <laughs> All right. Also not inaccurate. However, this mission did gain you two reputation points. Any press is good uh, press. And you got plus one personnel, which is a supply point. We'll talk about supply points shortly. But the real thing is we're going to roll to see how you did for overall supply points. Can someone roll me 2d6 and tell me the lower result? I got it. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Uh, the lower result is a 1. Okay, you got one supply point. That Aww. fucking sucks, because the other one I rolled is a 6. That is a bummer. It is a shame that you did really badly at the mission. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't we already know that, though? Sure, sure. But, I mean, you know, like, that that affected your roll. Um, basically, the way this works is you can have more or less die to roll. If you rolled two sixes here, you would have still gotten six supply points. I see. Well. Um, because I, th I think in fiction, the way this is working, and we'll get into this in, in talking about how this works, but I think... You are scavenging what you can off of Shatterproof Station after crashing through it. I see. Well, sorry, gang. I let you down. Um, so I think it makes... Does, does anyone have anything they want to bring up immediately? Or should I sort of get into, like, sort of boots on the ground what is happening right now? Um, we are not in a mission. We are in downtime. So, like, you don't need to, like, there isn't a threat of me saying, like, oh, you took too long, you get shot. Like, you're not in danger right now. Where are we? Uh, you are currently, um, on the, uh, bridge of the, uh, Cullet, uh, which is also known as the Echoed Voice. Um, the bridge is sort of halfway into, um, imagine, imagine if your ship is like an arrow. Mm -hmm. and um, Shatterproof Station is like a target. You're in like the head of the arrow, so you're kind of buried in the station a little bit there. Oh, so we're like still in the, the shrapnel of the station. The station hasn't exploded or anything. The station is intact. You have done a lot of damage to it, um, and you don't have more information than that right now, but it seems it's like... For now, the way to think of it would be like if a plane crashed into an aircraft carrier, right? Okay. That's not necessarily the end of the aircraft carrier. It could be, but right now it seems okay from what you from what information you have, which is not very much. Okay. Great. Um, your uh acting captain, uh, three sparks light the dark, is unconscious and has some some blood situation going on. Um, is being, uh, 
treated as best they can by Alberio Minor Orum, your uh, combat intelligence center uh, comms officer. Um, Origa Phillips, your chief engineer, is is on the on the ones and twos, uh, just trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Uh, and then there are you three. Well, this sounds like a bad a bad scene for our our gang. Could be a lot worse. Could be a lot better too, but it could be a lot worse. Yeah, that's. Fair. I think there's a uh, a banging on a uh, like emergency hatch uh, from the outside. The, an emergency hatch leading to the um, the bridge where you are is being like pounded on by someone. Uh, is it safe to open the door? Um. Sure. <laughs> 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 wow, I, um, that, I, that sounds convincing. I get up and uh, kind of clutching my head based on the it's the sound of the door being um, banged on after such a nasty accident. Kind of dealing with a headache here, kind of storm over there and wrench the door open with one hand. I think there's like there's like a, a sucking of air. Um, and like a gloved hand reaches in and like hits a few buttons and then the like the vacuum effect stops. Um, there's a little like blue like energy field that appears over the hatch. Um, and then stepping through it, um, because apparently you can just walk right through it, is a, uh, a figure in a, um, a, a, a normal suit. Um, you know what a normal suit is, right? Uh, it is a suit that is normal that you wear to the business that you work at. Uh, in this context, a normal suit is basically a standard issue, um, spacesuit. It's not designed, it's like, it's like, um, in case of emergency, put the suit on. It's not designed for people who are just going to be hanging out in their suits long term. But, like, if you're like, oh, I need to leave my cockpit, or, oh, I need to step outside of the space station to do some work, you'd be in a normal suit. Okay, so it's like a space suit. Yes, it is a, it is a like, medium-grade space suit. Okay. Um, the person has a normal suit, steps in, and then reaches up and taps a button on the side of their visor, which causes the visor, which was tinted, to go transparent. Um... This appears to this appears to be a uh, a person with um, the the visor's tinted, so it's kind of hard to tell. Like, but dark hair, um, sharp eyes, very angular features, um, and the figure says with a little bit of a little bit of distortion through the uh, the normal suit's microphone. Uh, this is Mira Major Felton. Uh, I assume you are the crew of the Echoing Voice. That's us. You got it. Uh, who is in charge? That would be me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> you are uh, Captain Three Sparks Light the Dark? Oh, no. You're right. Our cap- our- I thought um, you said that I was in charge now. I guess I heard wrong. Uh, I, I is, well, what I said as a GM is not necessarily what this person has as far as information. Oh, I see. Okay. We're pl- they are they are catching up on the situation rapidly. I see, uh, I see. Our captain has unfortunately passed out due to the due to the well the crash. I see, and then turns back to Fennel. So you are the ranking officer then. Once again, unfortunately, 
I am in charge because she is out of commission. So, uh, status report, um, I guess. Would, would <laughs> you like to, like... would you like to look around at the, at the status? Uh, I think it's not great. As you can see, uh, if I am in charge, it's probably not going well. <laughs> uh, permission to speak freely? Uh, permission granted. What the hell happened? Well, you know, the, the sometimes life just uh, doesn't really work out the way you want it. And uh, sometimes you just want to, like, put your heels on and, like, dance around to some music. But then you got to deal with this shit. And now I'm here picking up all what the pieces to this, even though, you know, it definitely wasn't my fault or anything. But whatever. Uh, respectfully, Lieutenant. It is lieutenant, right? I don't know anymore. Uh, respectfully, <laughs> lieutenant, um, it wasn't a rhetorical question. We can't really see much down here. Uh, we were told to expect you um, three days ago. We were told you would arrive in a couple of days. And then you crashed through the station. Um, and there was a, clearly some sort of large energy reaction above you as you came down. We don't know pretty much anything. It's hard to see within this storm. Well... Um. I was gonna, gonna I was gonna say, um, Robin cuts in, and I don't know how me the player would put it, but like, I imagine Robin the trained military professional like gives a basic rundown of like the facts of what happened. Uh, how how like specific are there? Is there anything you admit? Is there? Are you just sort of very general, or like how does this? How do you lay this out? I lay this out very point by point say we were trying to listen we were trying to cross through the cemetery we got stopped by meridian republic by a meridian republic ship we entered the atmosphere we are carrying a lot of like contraband so we had to fight off the meridian the meridian scouter ship things got hairy they launched a nuke at us and we had to shoot it down I see. It's a perfectly oh. normal day, frankly. Uh, Could have gone a lot better. <laughs> uh, if you get on normal suits, you can head through the airlock into the station. The initial room is depressurized, but if you go through an airlock, you'll access the rest of the station. It's still, it's still sealed down. You shouldn't need suits within there. Um, you can go ahead and, and get some rest i guess i'll talk with your engineer and figure out what we're doing here love that journey for you all right sounds great okay cool. <laughs> wait question quick question yes are yeah. these normal suits like skin tight no ah damn big disappointment for fennel yeah they're kind of they're i mean if you have your own well, the problem the problem with the skin, t mm. yeah, that wouldn't make sense because if you got hit by like a random piece of shrapnel, you'd be immediately exposed to vacuum. There needs to be a little bit of give. I wasn't sure like how for... like many grains of sci-fi salt they took. I mean, if you have your own custom suit that you paid for, fair. 
Fennel's is like a really trashy, like, Gantz suit. Okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> like the suit you'd see in a 2000s era pop video that takes place in yeah. space? Yeah, or like Motoko Kusanagi in like the manga. Yeah. <laughs> Just like an oil slick. Sweet. <laughs> Great. That's the vibe. All right, so... Robin puts on a normal suit like a normal boy. <laughs> a norm- normal boy. A normal boy suit. Um, so, that means we finish the mission, and we go through a few things here. Um, I think, first off, we need to deal with your entanglement. Um, so, who likes dice? I like dice. Me. I shouldn't roll anymore, though, because that was bad. <laughs> okay, go ahead and give me a uh, roll two dice and tell me the lower result. I am not doing this this time. I'm doing this. Okay, good. Two. Two. Uh, fire team trouble. One of your fire teams or other cohorts causes trouble due to their flaw. You can lose face. Make an example of one of the fire team or face reprisals from the wronged party. Let's see what this looks like. Based on uh, your fire team is the uh, the uh, rover fire team uh, by uh, led by Saf Caffrey. Um, they are loyal, but their flaw is that they're eager, which means that they will sometimes take action without consulting you if they think it's for the best. So it's actually not very hard to imagine <laughs> what oh, they, goes wrong here. They tried to, like, fix the, like, station or something. Oh, boy. Um, I think uh, Mirror Major Felton, the engineer who was talking to you early, uh, comes over sort of quickly and says, you have to, like, you have to get your... And what what does this fire team look like? Do you think? I mean, we know it's led by uh, Saf Caffrey, but like, are they just like like? So they're rovers, which means like they're sort of like armed scouts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is it just like like some people in normal suits with assault rifles? I think they have like they have armored suits, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Sort of light armored suits and like like decent rifles in order to like sort of scout and and, and do a little bit of damage. Yeah, yeah. Didn't okay. wait? Did you say that they're scrappy or something? That I imagine they are that? eager. Oh, they're eager, loyal and eager. Um, she says you have to get your strike team to to stop. Wait, what? What are they doing? They're at. The station's generator, they are placing charges. Whoa! You mean the wait, station we just crashed into? God damn it. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Okay, yeah, let's... I'm, I'm headed out there, I'm gonna deal with this myself. Okay. What? Make an example placing of charges for, like, a big bomb boom? You can talk to them. Ah, um, yes. Who all is going? It doesn't have to be everyone. Me. If, if if okay, I was like, it's valid if Fennel's like, I've listen. I gotta take some pictures. 
later. <laughs> Deal I mean, with this whole. <laughs> I okay. Here's the thing. I use the rundown, desolate uh, ruins of war as a backdrop mm-hmm. for my selfies. So how do you think I'm going to get that from here? That's fair. That's fair. So everybody's going. Yeah. Um. Sure. Why not? Sure. Why okay. Not? Um. You sort of head through the station. Um. It's there. Like there's there are like light up you know signs on the wall giving you directions after you sort of tell the computer where you're trying to go. Um. And so you you head to the reactor core and uh, uh Sergeant Saf Caffrey is standing in the doorway and she holds up and she says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Careful. We're placing charges in here. It's not." A super safe place to be. Why? The station is going down. No. Who told you? Okay. Who? No one told me because I am under my own authority to make my own orders. You are not my boss. I'm your boss, right? Seems like a real shit That's... thing to do to crash into this base and then decide to blow it up. It's going down anyway. What we can do is we can wait for this thing to blow up, to go down, and go down sort of quietly, or we can make a big boom in order to make it obvious that it has been destroyed to the forces that are orbiting overhead so that they don't come down to look anymore and we're clear. Have uh... you talked this over with the people running the base? The people running the base are a bunch of traders and engineers. They don't know anything about military tactics. Wait. I don't consult civilians for military operations. How big are these charges? Not that big. All we need to do is make the generator shut down, the generator that's holding the station in the air, shut down more quickly as opposed to more gradually. Are we all gonna get big bang boomed? I was assuming we would leave. If you would like to stay and how are we gonna do that? Post to Insta. If things are then, are me- I mean, I'm gonna do that regardless. But of course you are. You can do whatever you want, but I am not gonna singe my pretty ass on whatever bomb situations going on here. Then I suggest you get the ship ready to launch. And I suggest you stop what you're doing until we talk with the people on the space and figure out what the hell's going on. We still have a mission to accomplish and we're not going to be, we're not going to cut that short just because you think that it's prudential to make a big show and explode these people's homes before we even get a chance to talk it to them. Hmm. Also, I'm boss, so you have to do what I say. I really don't. But you should. The boss is unconscious. Which makes me the boss now. You were never put in power with the understanding that you would be giving orders. You're an Instagram star. You're not an officer. You have been in this whole military thing probably longer than me. You know how it works. It's a trickle down. I'm the next in the trickle. So it's going to me. It's not my fault. I went to a prestigious school and get all these things. Like, it's not even my fucking fault. You know, I didn't ask for it. But I'm the boss, so you should do what I I say. (laughs) 
I'm leaving the charges on. We won't activate them, but we're leaving them here in case we need them. Alright, fair enough. And I assume you won't be needing them until Three Sparks wakes up and knows what the hell is going on? You're not much of a field doctor, are you? Luna. I don't think Three Sparks is waking up. Wait. Hit like that. I guess we'll see. Wait, but, she's fucking dead? Uh, first of all, it's, it's, it's they, them. But, um, oh, sorry, my bad. You're good. They're dead? I would say coma would be my guess. I'm not a doctor, neither are you, but I've I'm seen definitely hits not. like that before. And I have my suspicions. And if I'm going to be stuck with a influencer as my commanding officer, I think it's time I start voicing how I think things should go, rather than just listening and waiting for us to get hit by another nuke. I'll see you on the ship. Alright. Uh, and I think the way this works is you uh, you lost a little reputation there because you had the infighting, and I think the people on the station saw that. But you did stop it from happening. Well, you know, sometimes you gotta be a, a bitch, or in Fennel's case, all the time. Unfortunately, that means you're back down to zero points of reputation. God damn it. Right. <laughs> well, you told us to be reckless, so. Sure, sure. No, I'm here for it. Listen, we'll have we'll have missions that get you more reputation. It makes sense that overall you didn't gain a lot of reputation. For from... crashing. <laughs> for yeah. crashing into it. Yeah, but, for uh... crashing and then having your, your subordinates almost blow up the place you crashed to make it look good. <laughs> you know, that does make sense. <laughs> makes too much sense uh so obeying the fiction so now we finally get to downtime are you excited Yay. oh i'm so excited so you get uh as many free play scenes as you want if you just want to talk to people that's free you don't have to do anything to do that and you get three downtime actions these can be things like fixing up your mecha or working on a project, or healing yourself up, or salvaging, or making friends, or training yourself, or what? What do you want to do? Just, just tell me. We'll figure it out. Um, no particular order. I would like to not use everyone's actions at once. If they were a scene, if you're like, "Hey, I want to spend two points to do repairing," that doesn't seem like much of a scene. So we can just do that. Okay. First off, uh, while we're heading back, I imagine we're heading back to the ship right now. Um, At this point, we're not like we're not in continuous turn. Stuff can happen when you want it to happen. Okay. Yeah, the camera's kind of zoomed out a little bit. We're, mm -hmm. in, we're in vignette mode. Okay. Right as well for my, for my first vignette, uh, while everyone is walking back to the ship, um, I pull something out of my pocket and attach it to the generator as kind of a something to like a jammer so that it can't be operated by uh, our friend whenever they want to. Okay, I'll let you do that as a free action because I think that's part of the scene being resolved. Okay. Um, I mean, you spent, the, you spent the reputation. You got what you wanted there. I'm not going to make you spend another action to, to get more of it. So, right. yeah, okay. You put a little, like, a, a remote detonator jammer, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, 
Is the station completely destroyed? No, it's not. You said it's like... It's not. Okay. It's not. It's sustained significant damage, and according to uh, Sergeant Caffrey, um, its crashing is a matter of time. Okay. But um, it's, it's like how much time... Um, I'll say you can tell you have at least a day okay. of, of things being normal. If you were to stay two days, the second day stuff would be getting like, like you would, it would be like being on the Titanic as it actively sank. Oh. You could still theoretically do stuff, but it's like, mm, there's a real ticking clock here. I see. Okay. Um. Question. I, yeah. Uh, question. Go for it. Is there... Any way in which we can repair the station? Um, I think if you want to try that, I would certainly allow you to. Um, it would obviously be rolls, and I would, I would want like first off how you were doing that, and um, it it would it would be difficult. I'm not. It would not be impossible. It would be difficult. It would be easier for Luna than for you two, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, obviously uh. With your with your abilities, Robin, you could help out. You do have some tinkering ability too. I can ra- I can help and rally people to help you guys or something. Another thing to note is that um, if someone takes an action, you can assist them, and it like that doesn't take up a one of your actions. Right. If you can just and it also it doesn't cost stress. You can just be like, oh, I'm helping with this, and as long as you describe how you're helping, they get an additional die to their roll. I think the thing that. I suggest to Luna Minor Delta and Fennel is basically saying, look, we got to make sure that this entire station doesn't go go under. I think we owe these people a little bit because we did crash into their <laughs> station. Let's see if we can fix this. I do see your point there, though I also want to make sure that our ship itself is capable of getting out of here um, just so that in case we aren't able to salvage this station, we still have a way out and aren't stuck uh, on a sinking uh, platform. Fair. Um, I'll help as long as everyone acknowledges that none of this was my fault. Okay, yeah, sure. Great. I'm in. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Let me see here. What kind of role is this? Um, Because fix is for vehicles. And this is kind of a little more than a vehicle, isn't it? Is it Uh, engineer? Well, see, there's a different list on page uh, 153 of of downtime actions. Uh Uh-huh. I think, like, engineer would make sense if you're doing it in the moment, but this is sort of too large scale of a project for that. Mm -hmm. Um... I think the way to do this is that this is a uh, a long-term clock with four segments, so it's going to take more than one downtime action if you want to succeed. Um, yeah, I think to, to successfully stabilize it, it is a... I'm going to say it's a six-segment clock. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, Fennel, how are you assisting? And also, I, also, yeah. What does this look like? Tell, like, give me, paint me a picture here. 
I think Robin and uh, Luna should be in charge of the, the bits and bobs of the repairs. And I, Fennel, shall go use sway rolls to try to sway other people on the uh, station to help fix it. Uh, so I think they're pretty invested in fixing. I don't know if you need to convince them, but I think you, like... Maybe I can encourage them. Or, or And you're also kind of like a liaison between the two repair crews, because on their own, they would not necessarily want to talk to you, given what you've done. Um, yeah. But you're sort of like, you're playing negotiator there, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, so all three of you are helping, is that correct? Yeah. I can, I can yes. help... Um, what do I want to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Be an okay. advocate. Uh, so go ahead and roll. Um, yeah, I think this is just a two d six then. Okay. And uh, Robin would be rolling because this is Robin's action. Okay. Two. Two. Okay. Um, that adds one segment. Um, so let me go ahead and mark that. You are at one of six on your project to stabilize the station. Um, I think there's a, like, the station's generator has been damaged in such a way that, like, the way it's working is it's taking in the the gas of the planet and using it to sort of generate, like, a, like a gravity negation field of sorts to stabilize it. Um, and it seems like there are, like, at first you thought it was just, like, one problem, right which was basically like oh okay like the gas intake is damaged and it's therefore like the the fluct it's fluctuating and the field is fluctuating um but it seems like it's like a series of problems where it's like okay the the gas intake is damaged and then like because the gas intake is damaged at one point it took too much gas and that damaged the processors and then like some of the the field generators being got overloaded and like there are multiple points of failure oh no um so uh it's still, you know, that's one of six. It's still doable with more actions, but you did not make a lot of progress because a lot of what you did was discovering how much there was to fix. Okay. Uh, anyone else have any actions they want to take? You all have three actions. Robin has two left. Fennel, Luna Miner, you've got three. You know, I think Fennel's gonna try and sneak away and get more information about do they have like uh files that fennel can access about uh like like military stuff i mean what do you want to know well fennel's still on the hunt for uh the people that went missing in their life so okay i feel like even in a moment of complete tragedy and terror, they're still self-serving in that way. So they're going to okay. use this as an opportunity when everyone's confused and doing stuff to sneak away and try and get more information on that. All right. That sounds like a long-term project to me. I think given that it's like your character's goal, I think that's an eight-segment clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it would not be a thing that would be a... I think solved right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and, and roll for me then. Uh, 1d6. 
Um, I, I'm since you're saying you're sneaking away, I'm not going to allow anyone else to interfere okay. to assist you. So, so that just seems like respecting the the fiction. Oh, I rolled yeah. a six. Okay, that's quite good. Um, long term project with a six. That means you fill three segments of your clock. So I think what you find, so tell me about your significant others, your wives. What's, what are we, what are you that's, I guess that's one of the questions. My, yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> I haven't thought about their gender. Uh, I guess let's just say uh, non-gendered wives. Your husbandos? My, my thembos. Nah, you don't have to use that. Yeah, my husbandos. So, how many are we dealing with? Two. Two. And, uh, like, what... So, we know they were trying to get through the blockade, and they disappeared. Um, Do you know... Does does Fennel know why they were trying to get through the blockade? I think we were talking about, like, they were trying to, like, meet up or something. Like, they were trying to, like, re- reconnect or, like, be together again, and then it, like, never happened. I think that's where we were going with it. Okay, so maybe one of them was with uh, Traitor Obsidian, which is the faction that has sort of managed to get out of Aurea's, like, orbit and sort of out into the larger space, but wanted to come back to, you know, to reconnect. Yeah. Something and on, on an attempt to... So sort of so un, un, unlike most people who where it's like they disappeared trying to break out of the blockade, they were trying to break into it and they disappeared. Yes. Oh, because okay. I, I don't know whatever side Fennel would be on. Well, the blockade is surrounding the planet, and you would have been on the planet at the okay, time. Okay, got it. Um. Okay. Well, I guess that that tells us that your your two SOs were with Trader Obsidian, which is interesting. And I think um, the information you get is that uh, tra- this is a Trader Obsidian outpost, and so they do have record of the uh, the shuttle. Um, so it was a uh, a relatively light shuttle. It was using um, a special type of uh, of cloaking system that is used that you like. You don't have a lot of information on it, but you know it, it makes sense that there must be some piece of special technology they've been using to run the blockade. Um, and this is your first evidence of like, okay, yes, there is definitely something special they're using to run the blockade. Um, and whatever it was, the system on the shuttle is very like timing based. They can't stay like cloaked or whatever for too long. Um, and according to the signals that basically the cloak ran out at, at more or less exactly the wrong time. Hmm. Um, the ship was uh, like attacked by Valk forces. Um, and there was an explosion, but it seems like, according to the records, the ship was damaged but not destroyed. Um, there was an attempt to jump to warp, which is dangerous to do on several levels. One, they were too close to the planet. Two, they were too close to other ships. And three, they were currently being fired upon. Um... So based on all that, they lost the signal, and they don't know if it was destroyed, if it blew up, if it crashed, if it warped somewhere out of control, or if it warped somewhere intentionally to hide, but that it disappeared while activating warp. Hmm. Okay. Well. 
health shit. <laughs> Still don't have any answers. I mean, you have, um, I think you have now the, like, the ship's signature. Oh, okay. So if you were, if you were to come in, like, radar range of the ship, you would know the ship. Um, also, I think I'll give you, like, just to be fair, like, you also have, like, it's sort of, like, it's warp signature. So if you were to come to a place where it had recently or, um, so, like, I don't, I haven't fully worked out how warping works in this setting. Mm-hmm. I just don't, you know, I'm not going to sit down and, and do a bunch of fake science. But, like, I'm going to say that, like, either if something has warped there recently or if it warped with, like, the equivalent of, a, like, a leaky engine, which mm-hmm. this would have, it would leave traces and you would be able to tell those traces. I see. Yeah. So you have ways to catch a trail now. Well, that's exciting. I'm gonna catch these motherfuckers. And kiss them on the mouth. Also, the motherfuckers that did this? <laughs> Maybe? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Um, Can I get information on, like, how, the, like, who did that to them? Oh, that was, that was the, I mean, like, it's the people who are enforcing the uh, blockade. It's the Azure oh, Sky Wardens. Okay. So. Um, but I mean, also it's one of the situations, I mean, like how Fennel sees this is up to you, obviously, Mm -hmm. but it is a situation where they, uh, jumped a ship in the middle of an armada and the armada therefore opened fire, which is a fairly normal response. Yeah. Um, come on. But also, also, also everyone here hates them anyway. So, you know, you are allowed to hate them. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Like those guys. Um, so just going over our um, our types of downtime activities, just to give you some ideas, because um, so far we've done two long-term projects. There are long-term projects. You can try to acquire an asset. You can collect some resources. You can try to fix something. Um, you can try to heal, though nobody is hurt. Um, you can do upkeep on your vehicle. Uh, you can try and salvage. Uh, you can schmooze to try and uh, make a faction like you more. You can train yourself to get xp uh you can try and improve your vehicle you can cut loose to uh try and lower your stress or you can try and make something Hmm. okay um i think (laughs) i think luna will try and repair the uh cloak system on her uh, scalpel uh it's not broken it's not no. Oh. It was just used for that instance. Oh, I thought yeah, since it... you, you didn't, like, burn it out. You activated it. You used it for, like, it was the explanation of how you're using a roll, but you didn't push it, so it's fine. Oh, okay. I think the only mech damage here is that Robin has a level 2 harm on the Phoenix uh, perforated. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that case, I will... I think I'll try and... uh... I think I'll try talking to... uh... to Kafari and see if we can get on better terms somewhat. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, is this just a a social thing, or are you trying to, like... 
what are you trying to get here i guess is what i'm curious about so i get the impression that uh caffrey sees us as uh she sees us as um a liability right now and uh whenever we get to the wherever whenever we get to a position where we're talking to people higher up the food chain she's probably going to fuck us over so i just like to talk with her and be like hey tensions were kind of high there and i i I feel like we were since we were dealing with a bomb that was right next to a um right next to a generator we kind of were at each other's throats a little bit and i'm sorry for yelling at you okay we can roll uh we can roll a schmooze for that i think um I think this is a situation where um, you are affecting your reputation with the Meridian, or not the Meridian, excuse me, with the Glass Spectre, because while um, uh, Saf is a member of your squad, uh, she has her own, as you you mentioned, she has her own opinions and her own lines to uh, the Spectre, and so uh, improving her thoughts of you will make her speak better of you to the Spectre. Okay. Um, So... With that said, one d six. Okay. Uh, you can spend a personnel for a plus one, if you like. Um, plus one die, I mean, but you know, you've only got one personnel, so. Okay, I got a three. Can I use stress to push it up any, or? Uh, you can't use stress during downtime, unfortunately. Okay, I guess I'm just stuck with a three then. Well, this is so. This is since this is downtime. I mean, there aren't failures. There are less successes, right? Okay. With a three, that means you get a uh, you get a plus one on trust. Um, so let's go ahead and I'll I'll mark that on the squad sheet for you that you're back up to five trust. And let's talk out this scene. Okay. I think uh, Saf is um, in. There's sort of like a like a, a the, the uh, ready room for the strike team, and Saf is uh, cleaning uh, her rifle. Hey, uh, Saf, do you have a moment? Uh, Ensign Delter, sure, sit down. Okay. So I just wanted to get into what happened a little bit earlier. Um, I understand that it was kind of a tense situation for both of us with like any time explosives enter the equation, I feel like uh, that can lead to some tense words and uh, speaking before you really think it through. And I think she's she, like, as you're talking, she sets down the bolt of her rifle and she sighs. And she says, Anson, I've been in the military for five years. Can we just get to the point? I don't need like a, a like a little pep talk. Okay. I'm sorry that I yelled at you back there and put us in a situation that was like exacerbated already tough situation, I imagine, for both for everyone involved, really. We have a captain that's unconscious. We have a uh, a station that very well may go down within the next day or two. It's just bad all around, and 
I'm sorry I exacerbated things by yelling at you. Sometimes you have to yell to make a point. That's how this goes. For what it's worth, um, I think you're naive, but I don't really have a problem with you. Okay. Lieutenant Kua, I don't know if I can say the same thing. Uh, but, I mean, listen, you know, you... <laughs> I don't know what you think you signed up for, Ensign, but uh, I'm pretty sure it isn't this. You seem a little out of your depth, and it's fine, you know? Keep your head down, try and accept advice as it comes, and we'll get by. Let us do our work, you do yours, and I understand sometimes we clash a little bit, and that's fine. Ah, uh, that's that's how this goes. But okay. if it is the case that Three Sparks isn't uh, isn't gonna wake up, I suggest you keep your social media star on as tight a leash as you can, because I'm not gonna get killed for somebody's likes that doesn't interest me I totally understand and I'll do what I can in that regards thank you appreciate it Fan will burst through the wall and is like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) you should be honored to die for my likes you will die for the likes How do you think likes are made? (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Okay. Um, So you got that plus one trust with the glass specter. Um, Yeah, and I think think sort of the takeaway here is that, like, I think, yeah, again, personally, uh, South Caffrey has no problem with you, but doesn't trust your leadership or the situation. So. That's fair. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, everybody, everybody's got two more actions. I'm going to keep working on the long-term project of stabilizing the station. I would also okay. like to I really that. want to focus on that. Yeah. Now, I don't... Listen. I don't want to whatever. I just want to ask the question. Would Fennel after this initial, like, bad result, be like, maybe I could spend my time elsewhere. What do you mean? Um, Our first roll went badly because you discovered there were a lot more problems than you thought. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious, like, I'm not, like, if you just say yes, that's fine. But I'm curious if Fennel is as dedicated to the project of fixing this, or if Fennel is going to say, like, well, let's cut our losses and do something else. Mm-hmm. Fennel, if I have a bad read Fennel, of Fennel goes over fine. to Robin and is like, if this takes more than like an hour, I say we bail. This is going to take more than, this will probably take more than an hour, but it's still worth a try. Okay, okay. An hour and a half. Fine. <laughs> okay, so so maybe we'll see how Robin does and then... Right, I think uh, we'll roll our, our 2d6 here, and if the roll is bad, I think Fennel shouldn't assist on future rolls of this. <laughs> five and five. Ooh. Really? Wow, yes. okay. Um, well, that's that's two more segments. That's not bad. 
Um, that brings you up to three of six on the station. You're halfway there. Mm-hmm. I imagine that Robin sees like the various problems, and then he just is able to like kind of categorize them and kind of approaches them from like their descending order. If that makes sense. Mm. Sure, and maybe you're able to delegate a little bit because, like, at this point, with with uh, Fennel's help, uh, the staff of the station is like, "Well, listen, I'm we're still pissed at you, but clearly you are trying to fix this, and it's it's in our best interest to work with you on this." And so you're able to sort of like delegate with them and sort of like hand tasks out in a more efficient way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And Fennel is somehow like able to help out but mostly it's robin saying the fennel fennel hold this i'm i'm the guy in the movie where you're like wrench wrench yep and a couple of times like fennel just like is thoughtlessly hands you a uh, cell phone i was like oh sorry i was tweeting here's <laughs> yep, the wrench yep yep <laughs> that's it I told you i'm not signing up <laughs> You could say this is my wrench for my work. Oh my god, yeah, like, oh my god, it, like, takes takes a picture. Oh my god, I feel, like, <laughs> so industrial right now. <laughs> You're, like, you, like, take a picture and, like, frown, delete it, and, like, smear, like, one tiny streak of oil on your face and then take another picture. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Robin's, like, in the background, like, pissed. Getting down and dirty with the boys, hashtag working. Hashtag working. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Robin is just, like, covered in grease. And it's just, like, really seriously, like, wrist deep into this. Okay, well, you've half fixed the station. Uh, I think this is a situation where, like, there are the, the, the nature of the problems is, like, either you fix this or you don't, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you've got one action left. Uh, Robin, uh, Fennel, Luna Minor, you each have two. Um, I don't have any. Okay, I don't think. I don't think Fennel's good at fixing things. No, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> is there a like? I don't there, think okay. Fennel's Fennel's good at fixing machines or relationships. Honestly. <laughs> Hey, you don't know his personal life. He'd be a, a wonderful <laughs> partner, but probably not. Anyway, uh, is there like a all, like a place where they store like all the guns and stuff? Sure, an armory. Yeah, like an armory. Sure, why not? What do you want? I want to go. I want to go take pictures with the guns. Uh, I'll let you do that for free if there's no if you, that's just color. If you have an intent with this. I just need um, I I need to fulfill my daily content quota. Well, here's a here's a question. Um, so cut loose, um, which is you uh, removing stress. You have a little stress. The thing I will note is that that's dangerous. <laughs> um, because you uh, roll stress. And if you heal too much stress, you, you overindulge. overindulge. Yeah. Um, which can have a couple of different consequences. That's me all the time. It does sound very fennel. I mean, like, I am here for it. Let's do it. 
Okay, so the other thing is, if you're cutting loose, the way it works is that someone has to come with you. Um, cutting loose is with, with a partner. So I think someone has to be taking the pictures for you. Who do you rope into taking pictures of you posing with, like, assault rifles in a bikini or whatever the hell you're doing? Saf. <laughs> Saf Caffrey. I uh, don't think Saf would agree to do this. Robin! Sparky! No. Sparky! I mean, no. that could That could be the, that could be the, like, again you guys have veto power here but i like the image of like of a fennel being like this took so much longer than you said it would you owe me a favor (laughs) it's been an hour and 45 minutes why isn't this done i need to go take pictures fine Fine. The machine oh, hungers. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I will take your stupid pictures, but after that, I am immediately working back on back to work. Make sure you take like fifteen, like really fast, because I need options. Okay, fine. Thank you. How do I how do I work this thing? You just press the circle. Okay. All right. Just make sure you get the whole gun in the picture, though. And make sure you get those big, like, artillery heads in the background, too. And make sure you get, like, the hot shop shopkeeper who, like, runs the armory. Just, like, all in one shot. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Click, 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 click. Perfect. Pull, click, click, pull. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you added music, of course. <laughs> uh, the, the, like, the, um... Whatever, the quartermaster is, like, super into it. (laughs) (laughs) Best plot twist. The quartermaster is, like, like, uh, like a lesbian in overalls with a mohawk and is, like, leaning in and giving the horns. Hell yeah! (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, go ahead and roll 1d6, um, because that's your your current level of connection with with our friend Robin here. Oh no, it landed like on a corner. Hold on. I'm really excited for this roll. <laughs> God fucking damn it, I keep rolling it. A three. You overindulged! Hey. <laughs> okay, so there are a couple of options here. Um, honestly, so many of them make sense. <laughs> uh, so, uh, there are, uh, you either attract trouble, which means we're going to roll entanglement again, which was the thing that caused Saf to go be a jerk. Um, you uh, brag too much and lose some uh, trust with your patron faction. Uh, or you go AWOL. Or, oh wait, there's also impropriety, which is that you do something, you make it, you make an ass of yourself and you're going to lose reputation with Robin. Well, well, yeah. Um, that might be the most fitting. They mm-hmm. like Fennel accidentally like puts a pulls the trigger on the gun and oh no, <laughs> like fires a bullet randomly or a no, laser I th- I or think, whatever. I think it's I think it's even more than that. Where it's it's like it's like 
It's a, it's a scene, it's an entire, like, cringe scene. Like, if this was in the show, this would be a scene I would not be able to watch. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's Fennel being like, eh, eh, do you dare me to load it? And Robin oh being like, do God. not load it. And then Fennel being like, eh, eh, you dare me to chamber it? And being like, do not chamber it. And do then accidentally chamber. pulls the trigger. It's, and it's, and, Fen- anyone, and Robin's just done. If anyone is familiar with On Cinema, Tim does a bit in the new season where it, like, his main character is just always pointing a gun inappropriately and stuff <laughs> and he's like no there's no bullet and there's no bullet and yeah 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 that's the vibe that's the vibe and it's like god damn it Fennel, screw this and like <laughs> and like returns the phone it's like tries to throw the phone but we're in zero gravity for some reason <laughs> so it just floats okay so uh your connections with each other are down to zero Aw, it's just like The Sims. Just like The Sims. I'm going back to work. This was work! (laughs) I don't get it. So, uh, at the end of the session, I might ask you to rewrite your bonds. We'll be fine. Uh, Okay, Robin 1 action, Fennel 1 action, Luna Miner 2. What's going on? Oh, also, you're clear of stress now, by the way. I'll erase it from your sheet. Who, me? Yay! I don't know how that was less stressful, but, you know. Because you had a good time. Yeah, I was just having a good time. You thought it was really funny. It was very Robin was pissed! (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll... Can I check how much damage is on our ship and see if I can repair some of it? Sure. Um, that's that's just um, that's just a vehicle. So that doesn't that's not like a full on clock. Um, that's just going to be a uh, fix roll. Okay. So go ahead and um, go ahead and roll. Uh, let me look at your character sheet real quick here. Okay. Uh, roll two d six. You're an engineer. Okay. I got a one and a four. Okay, that's a four then. Um, ba, ba, ba. So, here's the thing. This thing is like a Ford. It's built tough. Your ship honestly wasn't in that bad of shape. And I think you fixed it. Hooray! Your ship is just fine now. Yay! Oh, let's get um, so, like, it took some, it took some, like, some bang, but, like, mostly, I mean, like, as I say, it's a warship, and all that happened was it crashed, crashed through a, a station that was, you know, not built for impacts, so the station took most of the damage there, and it took the shockwave of the nuke, and so mostly it's, like, you replaced some, like, some sensors, some of the finer sensors that got, like, damaged by, like, the electromagnetics, and, um, some of the stuff on the front of the ship, where the ship hit the station, got, like, banged up, but, like, between you and your, um, and your scalpel, you, you you know, you hop in your scalpel, you do some work, and you're able to patch the patch the ship up, and it's it's good to go. You um, I think you pull out and like properly dock the ship, and you're not just like connected via a hole you punched in it anymore. Um, and the ship is the ship is good to go. It's a okay. Awesome. Uh, one action left from everybody, and also you can if you're if you don't want to make any more actions, you don't have to. By the way. You can guess what I'm doing. <laughs> what I want to know is... N- no, actually, that's not what I want. Well, okay. 
actually it is what I want to know. So that that cut loose action was negative on Robin's end. Fennel thought it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Fucking rule. Fennel, are you going to keep helping then? Yes, I've gotten okay. all my all my you know important things all out right. of the way. Great. Well, then uh, I guess you get to roll another two d six there, Robin. Isn't okay. that nice? Your friend's so helping n- you. That's so nice. Thanks so much. Robin. Six and a five. Robin. Six. Robin, Fettle. look. Fettle. Look, yes. I'm, I'm helping you. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Just hand me the just hand me the spanner. So a six fills three segments. Do I take the lower brings... one? No. I got a no. six. Oh, you don't you don't roll. Oh, I don't roll. Fuck. You just you just added a die to uh, to, oh, okay. to um, Robin, and so with a six, you are able to bring it up to a six out of six. You have filled the clock. Um, you <sighs> are working on, it and you're like connecting various things, and you're like, oh Christ, the intake is still damaged. I only connect this, and I'll work on the next. And you connect it, and just things stabilize, and you're like, oh, there was a backup system. I didn't need to fix everything. The station's okay now. It's still like in rough shape. It is not going to fall out of the sky. Robin just kind of collapses. And it's like, oh, thank God. Are you okay? I'm doing great. No thanks to you. What did I do? <sighs> it's okay. I don't have time to listen to it anymore. I gotta go <laughs> do some captain-y things or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a uh, plus one or a reputation with Traitor Obsidian. Um, And believe it or not, they think of you as responsible. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Excellent. We did it, gang. I did it. (laughs) Robin did it, gang. Thank you. Uh, Action left from Fennel and Luna. Oh, that wasn't it? Um... No, that was an assist. Assists are free. Okay. Um, hmm. I gotta think. Luna, do you have any ideas? Um, hmm. Trying to think here. Uh, let's see. Maybe you could, like, uh, try to schmooze me to repair the relationship. Yeah, that's an yeah. Option. Maybe that's a good. Maybe I'll do that. Are you, uh, I'm afraid you can't schmooze between players. You can't. Okay. Oh. Uh, then no, I should it's, go. It's that, but I thing. should. But they they are Jenna's uh, right. I should. Uh, Fennel should go try to be diplomatic. Maybe with people that we lost. Uh, oh, if you want to schmooze with um with Trader Obsidian. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'll do that because I want to get more information from them or something. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and um, let me see what your look at your stats here. Because um, you actually have some stats in this, so I can make you roll. Yeah, we did that last time. We switched uh-huh. it up a little bit because it makes sense. Um, what does this look like? Because I um I could see an argument for uh sway. Or theoretically, it could be no. I don't think you can. I don't think you can smooth with smooth with command. That yeah, make that's sense. That I, so I think it's just one d six. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I got a four. 
Okay. Uh, with a four, um, that gives you an additional uh, two trust. Um, how does that translate for a faction? That's my question. Um, I'm going to say that gives you half of a point of rep with them. Okay. I'm going to send them um, some extravagant bouquets of flowers. Where the hell did you get flowers? <laughs> I have Fennel a private keeps... reserve. <laughs> That's a, a private greenhouse. A privately owned do, greenhouse. Do you just grow flowers in your room? In your in your quarters? That would be cool, but I feel like Fennel's that, not like cool. that. Maybe he is. Maybe he's very prissy about his little flower collection. I mean, you know, everybody's got multiple sides to them. I think that'd be a cool side to, to Fennel if Fennel's like, if, like, we got this glimpse. And I think, I think as like an audience, we don't see it, right? We just see you giving like flowers and there are other people around like, where the hell did you get flowers? And like, maybe later on we'll get the shot of, of Fennel's room and be like, oh, this is actually, this is actually nice. Weird. <laughs> and that was actually kind of like a selfless gesture. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Sounds fake. <laughs> All right. Uh, that means Luna is the only one with an action left. Okay. Let's see. Oh, I had zero stress. So I did not know that. That's good. Yep. Okay. Um, hmm. I kind of want to do something that Fennel was also doing and look up, like, look into information, see if I can find any information about, uh, like, the, more of the higher command structure of the Vulcan Imperium, or maybe something like their trade routes, to, so I have a better idea of where I can strike. I don't know that they would have information that you don't already have here. Okay. Um, hmm. Try to think if there's anything else that's left to do here. I mean, like, there's there's a bunch of stuff that, like, you could do some salvage to gain supply points. You could train to give yourself more XP. You could enhance to improve your vehicle. Um, okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that y'all have not tapped into. You could like if if you want to get like you're on a spaceship. If you're like space station. If you're like I want to get you know a car. So if we ever go to a planet, we have a car. That'd be a thing you'd have to do here. Like, there's a lot of flexibility as to what you can do during downtime. Okay, yeah. Um, it's your idea of having some sort of uh, car seems like a good idea. So, I okay. guess I'll look into getting a car for our ship. Okay, so go ahead and let me see. Uh, your squad's tier is one, so go ahead and roll one d six. All right. Oh, I got a one. Okay, so you get a tier zero item. Um, I think it's a situation where they have a they have like a little like like buggy right like think of like the sci-fi equivalent of like the world war ii like 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 german little jeep things oh um and like it hasn't been maintained because they're on a gas planet 
<laughs> so there's nowhere to drive it. They have it because it's just standard issue, but they like it's just been kept in storage, and it's just like this is in rough shape. It'll drive, but like he. Oh, a barn find. Yeah, there you go. Cool, thought, that's a Jaguar! Yeah, I thought you were gonna be like, oh, it's like a 1987, like, Lincoln Town Car or something that's, like, rusted out. A Lincoln it's Town a Car Geo. It's a Geo. It's a Nat Geo. Not many people know National Geographic <laughs> teamed with the Geo to make a cool car. Oh my God. And by cool car, I mean shitty car. It's a shitty one. Yeah, I'm adding to your upgrade list, shitty car. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also, uh, acquire asset is by its definition temporary, which works great because this car is going to break on you. Yay. (laughs) Uh, All right. So um, you finish uh, fixing up the station and the ship and you sort of smooth things out with Trader Obsidian and uh, Saf uh, begrudgingly goes to remove the bombs, and it's, everything is going great. And it's like okay, um, and I think you're all sitting at the table with um, with uh, Mira Major Felton, Trader Obsidian, the head of the station. Um, and uh, I think also uh, Al- Alberio uh, Minor Orum. Your, uh, your CIC officer is there. And she says, all right, so what's our next mission? Um, and uh, Mira says, well, we can't get a signal out of here. So that's a good question. Did our ship knock out the comms? No, we can, we can almost never get a signal out of here. Every... Every couple of days, we can fire up a drone above the atmosphere to send a signal out. But within the planet, the the atmosphere is just too thick. And with the increased attention from the Meridian right now, I don't think it's a good idea for us to shoot a drone up. Why don't you just use the 5G? Uh, We ran out of Gs. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Or it's, it's we're down to we're down to only the original G's. We're OG's only. Oh, it's just G. Yeah. I see. So well, do we just like wait it out here, or I that's not. I mean, your original mission. I, I guess we just proceed with your original mission. Um, you were supposed to pick up some supplies and then continue to your next rendezvous point. Um. Logically speaking, I guess the plan should be adjusted, but we can't contact anyone who would do the adjusting. So, um, you're kind of making your own orders here, I guess. It's it's your own, you know, boots on the ground decision making time. Um, I can I can give you the package we're supposed to give you. Um. I can't offer you the tune-up we were going to because we're a little too busy putting the station back together. Understandable. I guess, um, do you have a plan for leaving so you don't get spotted again? Mm, You know, I haven't really gotten that far. We can disguise the ship as a giant horse 
What's a horse? <laughs> Don't they eat rocks? Something th- like that. They have six legs, right? I yeah, so. yeah. I think so. Hmm. I, um, what, I, do we have like a cloaking device? Not big enough for the whole ship, I don't okay. think. Uh, this is this is Mira. She's like, I'm not fully briefed on the details of your ship. I see. Um, I should know. And, uh, I mean, you're not. You weren't supposed to be a captain. I think Three Sparks would know, but Three Sparks is not responsive right now. Um. Okay, I have an idea. What is it? Can we ask your squad to take your your mecha and go scout orbit? You should be able to do that without being detected. You'll be small enough, and there's enough interference from the atmosphere. Scout out, see what the situation is, and make a plan for departure. Alright. Sounds like my that's my cue, since... My ship is known for its... It's known for being subtle when it needs to be. Okay. Perfect. That means I don't have to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess you won't be able to give any orders through the interference. You'll have to wait for... uh, For Ensign Delta... I'm sorry, I should switch to code names. Uh, Doc. To get back. Um, is there anything I can provide you with? Is it your, 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 your scalpel's in okay shape? Yeah, I gave her a quick once over recently, and, uh... Oh, you see. were right, the blo- blinkered cloak system was damaged. Um, uh, I'll fix it, I'll fix it for free, because that's my fuck-up. Okay. Yeah, I gave her a quick once over, uh, seems to be in decent shape. Um, minor repairs, that sort of thing, but, uh... She should be able to take a look in the area with uh, without raising any alarms. Okay. Well, my ship has seen better days, but it can still fly. Do you want to go with then, or? I feel it might be best to not go alone in this particular case. Yeah, I'll. I'll. I'll leave that to to y'all. I'm I'm just an engineer. Um, the more people we send out there, the more likely it is that we get spotted, though. If you're insistent on going alone, then you can go alone. Then she'll be fine. I can work this out, and I'll I'll get back to to working on on the sh- on the station. Um, I mean, you know. Whoever it is, at least one of you staying here. So, you know, just just get a hold of me if there's anything I can help with. Um, and uh, Mira Major uh, departs. Bye, Mira. Uh, she she pauses. She's like, wait a minute. Bye. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep saying bye. I think... Just I being think, an obnoxious I, ass. Mira looks down at her phone. Fennel. Fennel Kua. Oh my god, I'm such a fan! Oh my god, I'm yes! surrounded by them. Yes! 
Oh, this fennel, fennel wow. lights up like a birthday cake. <laughs> oh, wow. Listen, uh, you two can figure out this mission. Fennel, please, please, we have to go. Please let me get you a drink. Oh my god, we take should take a, a selfie. selfie together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Given the situation, Sparky, I think it's good if we go together. I'm going to stay Sorry. here and do commander things. <laughs> commander things! He's like, he's like putting lotion <laughs> on his hands. <laughs> Sponsored by that lotion company as well. <laughs> oh my god, it makes him so smooth. Wow. For a long day of mech piloting. Ever since ever since you promoted that stuff, I can never get any anymore. It's all sold out. <laughs> I have free samples in my room. I will give you some. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would like to be off this station for, even <laughs> for a brief reprise. <laughs> okay, let me jump to the uh, group action section of this because I think we've got ourselves a group action coming up. I think we Great. do. It sounds like it's being led by Luna. Is that correct? Yes. So, um, okay. What are you What are you doing? Okay, I'm taking off the scalpel and uh, basically getting close enough to the perimeter of the gas giant that I can do a quick scan out. Like if if it doesn't work entirely at all within the gas giant maybe i need to poke my head out somewhere but uh trying to remain as close as possible okay um that sounds like a survey to me i can assist with that um that's a group action so you will inherently oh yeah um so how this is going to work is that um well since it's just two people um Uh, yeah, go ahead and take uh, two stress, Robin, to assist. Okay. And then um, Luna Minor, you can roll uh, 2d6 for manipulate. and okay. Or 1d6 if... So this is going to be a risky standard. Um, you could make it controlled standard, or you could make it risky great, or you can add 1d6. Up to you, Robin. Do you want to make it like... A safer thing to do? Do you want better results? Or do you want better odds? I want to make it a safer thing to do. Okay. Okay, so this will be... Then this will be... Um, controlled standard. So go ahead and roll 1d6 for me, Luna. Okay. That's a corner. Yeah, this corner. Try again. Four. Four. Okay. Let me... So with a four on controlled standard, um, you are either going to a withdraw and try a different approach, or succeed with a controlled consequence. I think this is a controlled consequence here. Makes sense. Uh, um. Okay, I know what the consequence is. All right, we're good. Um, so you um get fairly close, and you're um. I think at first you're sort of boosting your signal and you're having a little bit of a little bit of trouble um, getting like through the atmosphere safely. Um, 
and then you have the idea because uh, you're an engineer and so is so is robin less of a less of an engineer than you um you hook up to um robin's phoenix and use the tether like a signal antenna to boost your signal mm-hmm. um and with that you're able to scan and you get a pretty good picture of the situation out there uh currently there is a like up in the Rosank graveyard, which is a, a decent distance away. Um, there are Meridian Mechanical Expedition uh, forces stationed as they were before, only, again, they are on alert um, because someone else is there. Uh-oh. Uh, it appears that there is currently a standoff between them and this other force. Um, you are having a little bit of trouble determining exactly who it is, but you can pick up radio frequencies. And so, you get this. This is Captain Angelica Turbine of the Azure Sky Wardian Wardens. Meridian Forces, we approach on ceasefire pursuing Orion fugitives. Stand aside and there will be no fight. And, uh, response back comes, Captain Turbine, this is Lieutenant Spider Solitary. This area is under Meridian control, and we have no reports of any Orion vessels. Please elaborate on your position, or disengage. And Captain says, Captain Angelica Turbine... Lieutenant Solitary, switch to laser transmission. And they go off of radio. Because they are now sort of negotiating one-on-one. Okay. I think we need to fly back down to the ship and get everyone in and haul ass out of here before the negotiations finish. For once, I agree. Okay. Um, so... Your mission now is to leave Rosanct airspace. Pretty straightforward. Um, rules of engagement uh, do not be identified as a rain. Um, suspicions aren't good enough as long as they can't confirm. That counts. So the fact that the uh, the Viridian uh, captain suggested you were rain does not make you in trouble until they can confirm it. Hmm. Um, do not, uh, use your real names on comms, and don't cause any more damage to Shadowproof Station. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Or allow it to be (laughs) rediscovered. Okay. Um, if you have any other, uh, like, mission prep you wish to do, this is the time for that. Already got rid of my stress. I don't think I used my mech. Did I? No. Yeah. So I'm good. Is there a way to, like, no? This is gonna sound silly, but space is really big, right? <laughs> Same. Space is fairly significant in size. Yes. True. 
is there a way that we can scout out an alternate path so that we're not spotted by the Valk or the Meridian? Um, sure. Sure. If you want to like, roll for, um, let me see here. Like, are you trying to go through the atmosphere? Is that your thinking? I mean, can we survive the atmosphere? Possibly. I think that's the that's the role, right? Is finding a safe route through the atmosphere. Like there, the storm isn't um, completely homogenous. It is it is in theory possible to fly through like calmer spots. It would be difficult, and you'd need to sort of get some kind of idea as to where to go. So I think that would you know that would be the role, right? Right, and I'm going to use Watkins to like help me map that out. Mm, smart. Okay. Um. With Watkins, I'll give you a plus one there. Um, this, I'm trying to see, see, think what kind of role this is. I mean, can I suggest this idea to someone who would be able to more effectively? I think you're probably, of the three people here, you're probably the one who's going to be the best at doing this. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out what type of role this is. Um, I don't know, like, what kind of, what, what, what do you think? Does this seem like a survey to you? Is that I the think most logical? Is, I think a survey is the most logical. Um, like, I'm surveying the atmosphere for the way the, the tides, basically, of this storm and see if there's any way we can navigate around it. Okay. Yeah, then just go ahead and roll uh, one die, because you normally have a zero in that, but Watkins gives you the plus one. I got a one. Okay. Uh, anybody else have any other rolls they want to make? Like to assist? No, just separate rolls. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the consequences of that in a bit. I don't think I have anything really to contribute. Um, what about the possibility? Mm, sorry. Uh, Kyrie? Yes? I want to offer you a collateral die. Okay. I think the collateral here I'm offering is that for some period of the next mission, you'll be playing as Watkins, because in order to get another die, you kind of have to give over to Watkins. So I have to give up using Watkins? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is you're sharing brain power with Watkins, right? Watkins is a computer in your brain, right? Mm -hmm. And you're sort of sharing space. And Watkins is like, Watkins is doing the calculations and you can't process them, right? The math is too much. Like Watkins is like the, the machine brain interface is breaking down. And Watkins is like, listen, I can, I can, I can do this. But we're going to have to basically switch. It's going to be like what you are playing as Watkins and Robin is the assisting AI for a bit. Okay. Because that's in that context, Watkins will have enough dedicated processing power to handle things. Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. Make the switch. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to make you roll for that. That's not interesting. If you fail here, that just sucks. Um, okay. I'll consider that uh, like a, a like a mixed success. Okay. 
like if you roll a one, then that's just boring, right? Right. Yeah. Um. So let's just not not even bother with that. Okay. Um. Any other? Uh, does is there any way that people on the outside can tell this? By the way. Robin's demeanor changes. Like, you can pick up on like. So Robin is a little more feisty, is like willing to voice their opinion more often. When Watkins is the one that's in control, um, I think they're a lot more reasoned. They don't like. They're not as sharp, if that makes sense. Mm. They're more pragmatic and a little bit more um, stable, if that makes sense. Robin hates Robin hates giving up control, though. If there's one thing Robin hates is giving up control to this AI, mm. because they he feels like since he's not as much in control, it's frustrating. Well, okay, then here's a question. Um, obviously, you had you as a player made the choice. Mm. Does Robin make this choice? Because I, I mean, this AI was installed by the Glass Spectre. I could totally see it being a thing where, in certain circumstances, Watkins doesn't ask permission. I think in certain situations it is a choice, but there will be... Maybe we can save that for another time, that which Robin doesn't have a choice. Okay. All right, that works for me. Um, Calculating route. Yep. Uh, I only have one idea, but I'm not even sure if it's a smart idea. Well, we can decide after we hear it. Okay. I take the explosives that were that were on the uh, generator, um, repurpose them into a cluster, and basically we launch it outside of the we we launch it outside of somewhere somewhere outside of the gas giant and explode it as a distraction as we fly the other way i don't know if it would be big enough to do much okay yeah that would be like a couple on the scale we're working at that'd be like a couple rocks colliding yeah okay it would be difficult to get their attention with that i think um all right, so I think it's time then if, if we're if we know what we're doing. Um, what sort of tactic do we think this is? Is this assault, open violence against the target? Is this deception, luring, tricking, and manipulating? Is this scientific, engaging with technological power? Is this social, which is negotiating or bargaining or persuading? Is this stealth, taking action undetected? Or is this transport, carrying cargo and people through danger? I will note you have been loaded with cargo, so that is valid. So this is like a stealth and transport, I think. So it's it, yeah, it's it's anything is probably not going to be just one. Um, we're just going to like, you know, think of it this way: like, what is? Are we playing Metal Gear Solid music over this, or is this like, you know, is is this Dom escorting the is is this Dom escorting the van? I think right? this is. I think this is Metal Gear Solid music. Okay, so it's stealth then. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think the detail, the point of infiltration is that you're going through the storm, right? And you've got that route through the storms of, of Rosanct. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, since I, I would like Watkins to roll, um, let's talk about what your engagement role is. 
It starts out as one die. Okay. Is the mission bold? Yes. Plus one die. Is the mission especially complex? No. No minuses. Does the mission exploit the target's vulnerabilities? Yes. They have only a partial control over this planet. You are exploiting the fact that they don't have full observation of the whole planet. Plus one. Is the tactic ineffective against the target? No. Uh, no minus one. Uh, does the squad receive external support? Uh, yes. But also, is anyone else interfering with the mission? Yes. This is sort of the thing that cuts both ways, where the Viridian is interfering with the Meridian, but they're also trying to get you, so those two cancel each other out. Right. Um, any other factors? No. So you are going to be rolling three dice. Four, four, and five. You are in a risky position at the start of this mission. Okay. I think what happens is... Um, I think, well, one thing I think Robin says, like, as Watkins is like, Doc, I have calculated a, I've calculated a vector for escape. <laughs> we we go ahead then. I'm not with the. I'm not in the. They're like still in space, right? Uh, no, they would have come back by now. Okay, so they yeah. are back. I imagine we're all in the ship together and mm-hmm. uh, preparing okay. to take off. It's like okay, all right. So, who's the most well heavily armored here? Uh, that probably mm, that's a tie, I guess, between Robin and Fennel. Okay. I say we send, uh, I send, I say we send firework out on point, uh, in case we're running into anything. Well, I, I, in case we're running directly into anything. So there's a bit of, so we're a bit better prepared in case anything happens. Followed by myself, followed by Sparky. Followed by the ship. Affirmative. Alright. Wait, though, if all if all three of us and the ship were out, would that lead to more signatures, or...? Yes. Okay. N- never mind. <laughs> we'll, we'll all get in the ship, and for now we'll just try and uh, get through, follow that path while all within the ship. Also, at least while you're in Atmo, I wouldn't recommend getting out in suits for very long. Oh, right, yeah, because that'd be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's it's better to do it now than later, considering the nature of their negotiations. So let's just let's punch it and try to be as inconspicuous as possible. Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, so I think we get like um. At first, like Alberio Minor is like asking for like directions from uh from. Watkins and Watkins is just rattling off a stream of coordinates and Alberio is like trying to keep up and then it's like you're just talking to the computer (laughs) (laughs) um and so yeah uh Watkins is there just like just you know just like like seven five five three four five five, and just like a chain of numbers that is directing the ship automatically Mm -hmm. um a ship is going through the storm and is dodging um is dodging pretty much everything and uh then comes to sort of the point where it's it's safe to emerge 
and you emerge out right in front of another vessel. Oh. But it's not a Valk or Meridian vessel. I attempt to... Watkins attempts to identify the vessel. Unidentified vessel, you will identify yourself first. And um, electronic signatures indicate that there are weapons being trained upon you. Oh. Which is, you know, this is like, it's fairly standard for, for a military vessel. It does not necessarily indicate that they are going to open fire. It just indicates that they're capable of doing so. Oh. That's good. Can we bail? Yeah. We, can, we should just identify ourselves. Can't do that. Can't I mean, we, we're, we're the we're the cullet, uh, battleship as we're part of the anti-antropus. Well, your anti-antropus cover name is echoing, echoing voice. voice. Yeah, we're echoing, echoing voice. voice. That's why I'm at. Okay, I forgot we had. Okay, we are the echoing voice and anti-antropus ship. We are on route. To, we are on a trade route right now. Trying to deliver some packages. Echoing voice, this is the bridge too far. Safe travels. Thank you, bridge too far. Um, and I think there's something in the voice where, like, the, a bridge too far, the bridge too far is an anti-entropist name, right? Mm-hmm. The ship is clearly an anti-entropist ship. And I think there's a hint of like, oh, they know. They just don't care. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. All right. Um, so I think uh, you have, you've broken out of Atmo and you are entering orbit. And um, for the moment, you're okay. You have, an, you have, you are in a stable position. Um, if you want to make any more moves, like powering up your warp drive or something, that's going to draw attention. But at the moment, you are undetected by anyone except for this anti-entropist ship who doesn't care. And that is, I think, where we want to stop for today. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Do you want to get into another thing? Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure things will get spicy somehow. I'm sure any any time you guys are involved, it'll get interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, team. Indeed. Uh, Cat, this is a plug zone, but also this is a, a Scanline Media show, so you're the only one here who gets to promote anything. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really have anything right now. So, I'm chop gonna... cheese. Chop cheese. Everybody. Buy a pizza stone, because it makes the pizza better in your oven. It does make your pizza better, that's true. It's make true. it nice and crispy. Nice and crispy pizza pizza pie. That's, that's, that's my plug. <laughs> plug for pizza. That for is pizza. a... Pizza. Pizza's not popular enough. Needs a plug. You know, needs a plug. Alright, well, I will go ahead and plug um, uh, at not a nin... Not an in. I said that weird. 
on Twitter, which is the Twitter account of Austin Ramsey, the creator of Beam Saber. Thank you so much for this copy of Beam Saber we are using to run this game. Um, you should check that out. It's a good game. And uh, beyond that, uh, this is a patron show. Thank you so much to your patrons. Your Thank patrons. You. To you patrons for your support. Uh, we, we really appreciate it. Until next time, folks. Uh, I guess we just say peace out on this one. We don't, want, we don't have a fancy sign-off here, do we? We don't. See you in the stars. See you in the stars. Will you survive? <laughs> See you, space bug boy. <laughs> <laughs>